It's a cliche at this point, but they say the first step is admitting you have a problem. So today I want to talk about how your communication strategy may be holding you back and specifically why your email efforts might be having the opposite effect with your audience. Before we can talk about how to build an effective email strategy, we first have to identify why you need one in the first place. Stick around. There's an old saying goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for anyone who's looking. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast dedicated entirely to the restaurant industry. Now, each week we discuss the tools, tactics, and strategies that will establish you as a leader in your market. That means doing more covers and driving more revenue. Each week we choose a topic, we pick that topic apart, we come up with some key insights, and then we always finish up with an assignment. I always leave you with a short, actionable task, something you can do right away to start implementing some of the ideas we talk about here on the show, because as I always say, information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Now, as many of you know, I am hosting a live online workshop on Sunday, October 4th. It is called Email Strategy. It's all about how to establish and integrate a cohesive plan when it comes to reaching your customers through their inboxes. Cultivating an engaged email list is the most important thing you can do to ensure the long-term success of your business. The workshop is on sale now. You can visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com or click the link in the show notes, of course, to secure your spot. As I said at the top, that workshop is all about how to put systems in place that will work for you. But this episode is all about the why. So over the course of the next, uh, let's say, 20 minutes, I hope to convince you that this is as important as I say it is. The workshop is less than $100. That's for a three-hour deep dive where I'm literally going to tell you everything I know about the subject and walk you through all of it step by step. But we'll get to that later. Later in the episode, I'm going to share the exact curriculum for the workshop so you'll understand exactly what you're going to learn. But before that, I want to talk shop. So first things first, what do we mean by email list? Well, simply put, I mean a list of your fans, your most loyal customers, and an email address for each of them so you can easily and inexpensively communicate with them. Now, why is it important to have an email list? Because it is the most efficient and most reliable way to keep in touch with people. Certainly more reliable than social media and cheaper by far than running ads. So why then wouldn't you build a list of email addresses? Amazingly, plenty of people don't. In fact, data shows that approximately 80% of the restaurants in America don't have their own email list. And in the year 2020, this is mind-blowing. Why? Well, I've got some more numbers for you. Often when I speak with restaurant owners, I will lay this out as one of the key pieces to an effective marketing strategy. I will explain, you need to build trust with your audience and they'll push back and say, well, it sounds like a lot of work to write, prep, edit, and send emails each and every week. I mean, what's the ROI? 
they always ask me that. What's the ROI on restaurant email marketing? Well, I do this for a living, and so I'm going to tell you. According to Huffington Post, email marketing generates some of the highest return on investment at $44 in revenue for every $1 spent. In addition to that, Entrepreneur Magazine did a survey last year and it lists email marketing as the number one preferred method of brand communication. It outperforms social media, direct mail, and print advertising. When customers tell you something, it is in your best interest to listen. So they are explaining to you how they wish to be contacted. They wish to be contacted via email. So why all the resistance? Well, for that, let's go back to the early days of email. Remember, it's only about 20 or 30 years old at this point, And in that time, our perception of email and our feelings about email have changed quite a bit. In the very beginning, so I'm talking 1994, 95, 96, remember back, it was novel, right? The, the fact that you could contact anyone in the world instantly was amazing. We didn't really have anything to say, but it was fun to say it via email. But then fast forward just a decade and things started to change. Spam became a thing and, and our email service providers started adding spam filters and, and other ways to catch junk mail. For several years in there, email became a nuisance. Remember, this was back at the time of the Blackberries and, and just the early days of the iPhone, right? When suddenly everyone was connected for the first time ever to their email 24 hours a day. So for a while in there, Email was not the preferred method of communication. So it's natural that many people resist email marketing because they remember how it was. A lot of business owners don't want to be a nuisance. But people now are very deliberate with their information. I mean, think of your own habits. Speaking for myself, I'm, I'm not overly eager to give out my email address, not to just anyone, but to the brands I know and trust, I do. In fact, I'll bet most of you get emails mostly from brands you love, from stores you shop at, restaurants you dine at, charities you like to support. So over the course of just 25 years, email has gone from novel to a nuisance to needed. And when it comes to running a more profitable restaurant, it is absolutely crucial that you build an engaged email list. That's not up for debate. It is a fact at this point. What I need to convince you of is that it's worth your time and energy. And so I'll ask you, why the resistance? If you're like most restaurant owners out there, you've got three main concerns, right? Number one, you feel uncomfortable asking people for their information. Number two, you feel like you're bothering them when you email them. And number three, you think all of this is gonna take a lot of time and energy. And those are valid concerns, so let me deal with each one separately, and this is going to be a bit of a pep talk as well. Number one, you feel uncomfortable asking people for their information? If you are providing people with something they need, with something they enjoy, then trust me, they will want to hear from you. You're basically saying, hey, it looks like you're really enjoying the experience. I hope you'll come back. We'd love the opportunity to keep you updated with what's going on here at the restaurant. Think of it not in terms of what you get out of the transaction, but what they get. If they love your place, they will want to know about what you've got going on, what you've got coming up. You are providing them with something, and that something has a value. Don't lose sight of that. And trust that if the answer is no, if they don't want to give you their information, they'll just say no. 
as an aside, there is a whole section of the workshop where we talk about all the different ways to collect email addresses from your patrons. And yeah, you might not like all of them, but we've got like 11. So I'm sure you're going to be able to find one or two or three that you could easily employ. Now, all that brings us to number two, right? You feel like you're bothering people when you email them. Let me say right off the bat here that some emails are annoying. Some restaurants run an email program that lacks any sort of consistency and is, in fact, a real nuisance. Obviously, obviously, you're not going to be one of those places. In the workshop, we talk all about the right and wrong way to structure your email communications. Everything from timing to frequency to tactics when it comes to giving your people what they want. And I'll let you in on a little secret. It's a little mindset shift. You need to provide value to your list. We know why we want people on our lists. We want them on our list so we can sell to them. But why would they want to be on our list? you need to supply an answer to that question. What do the people on your list get in exchange for you being able to contact them whenever you want? That's one of the key lessons in the workshop on October 4th. But if you email people with a generous spirit, they will begin to anticipate your emails. They'll look forward to hearing what you have to say. And again, there is a right way and a wrong way to do that. The workshop will clarify everything. Finally, the number three, you think all of this is going to take a lot of time and energy. And I know this is a big one. I've worked in restaurants a long time, and I know that some days we spend the entire day putting out little fires. But a big way to make any restaurant succeed is to start planning, working ahead, anticipating where you're going. So right now, it's mid-September when I'm recording this episode, and most of the big restaurant chains have already figured out their promotion strategy and communications calendar for all of 2021. That's how far out the big companies work. And I'm not saying you need to do that. I'm just pointing out that the most profitable restaurants in the country spend their energy working ahead. It is about working smarter, not harder. It's a key theme on this show, right? That idea that with a little bit of forethought and planning, we can work toward building a more efficient, more profitable restaurant. This is definitely true of your email marketing strategy. So at most, it's going to take you 15 minutes to outline your email schedule for the entire month, and then 10 or 15 minutes to put together each individual e-blast. If you set that time aside now, before you even really begin, I promise it's going to feel like nothing at all. Right now, email is the best way to communicate with your patrons, period, the end. And it works if you build your strategy the right way. So no spam, no greasy sales copy, just you being yourself, talking to the people who love what you do about what you're doing. I've worked in hospitality for 20 years and the past six years exclusively on the marketing side. The time I spent on the floor informs my work now as a marketer. But if you don't do anything with that knowledge, you miss a key opportunity, right? If I didn't take all of that experience and put that into what I do marketing restaurants, what's the point? People are curious about things, about food, wine, service, about your story. They want a good meal. So 
if that's what you do, if you provide a good meal, trust me, they want to hear from you. They want to stay connected to you. This, of course, has become more obvious over these past few months. As the country has been shut down, restaurants were forced to pivot from in-person dining to something else, right? So maybe takeout or delivery or to at-home meal kits or to a retail model or whatever. And social media has proven to be a very inefficient, ineffective method of communicating to your base of loyal fans. Email is the best way to do it. And if you're not convinced yet, I'm going to share an example that just happened with one of the clients I work with. So it's a restaurant here in Manhattan, a sort of hybrid. It's a, it's a restaurant and floral shop. They opened a little more than a year ago and they needed some help as they started looking toward uh, what the world might look like post pandemic. So I was brought in to pull together some sort of cohesive marketing strategy, a strategy that would help them uh, fill their seats in their restaurant. Uh, to promote some of their floral arrangements, uh, to help them book classes, and then sell some of the unique products that they create and sell right there in the restaurant. So I spent July and August trying to pull their communications into focus. I, I cleaned up their website, I gave some focus to their social media channels, and, and, and established a cohesive email marketing strategy. I did all of the things I'm going to teach you in the workshop on October 4th, and let me tell you what happened. Their open rate doubled from about 15% to 30%. Their click rates soared to more than 10%. I'm not kidding, 10%, which is unheard of for restaurants. And most importantly, we started driving more revenue directly via the emails. For example, before the pandemic, they used to host uh, different classes and workshops on some of their slow nights, but they were always hit and miss. They didn't have a reliable way to drive sales. They used uh, third-party partners and, and other things like that. But we spent the summer really establishing a rapport with our audience. We started setting a rhythm for our email communications, building trust with them about what they could expect from us. And well, we just scheduled a class on a Monday night later this month, and it sold out in 40 minutes. One email, 16 tickets sold. We then decided to put another eight tickets on sale and then put together a retargeting campaign, again, which I will show you how to do. And we sold out those spots the very next day when we sent that targeted blast. At $80 a person, it brought in $1,600 in revenue overnight. So again, when we talk about the ROI of a good email marketing strategy, there it is in black and white. On a slow night, in the middle of a pandemic, when the restaurant would have otherwise been closed, we found a way to drive a couple thousand dollars in revenue. Now, there are two ways of doing this. Either you can hire me or another professional to do this sort of thing for you, or you can spend $98 on this workshop and learn everything I know about building an effective email strategy. And okay, so maybe you're thinking, well, I can't really relate to this example because I'm not in Manhattan and I can't charge those kind of prices for, for an event on a Monday night and that's fair. But if you're in another part of the country, I assume you've got more space than we do. You can fit more than 20 or 24 seats. And I assume your rent is cheaper than ours as well and that your labor costs and your overhead are probably lower than, than what we have here in New York. So my point is still the same. Make a small investment now and reap the rewards over and over and over again. 
What I teach is not complicated. There are simple things you can do to put yourself in a better position to succeed. And over the course of that three-hour workshop, I'm going to help you get your head on straight. You're going to come away from that session with a series of clear, actionable steps to get your email strategy back on track. So why do you need a good email strategy? Because not only is it efficient and effective, but it's also the preferred method of communication. It is the easiest way to directly reach your customers. And in fact, they keep telling us that it's the way they want to be contacted. So I often say here on the show, I say it to my clients. I say, if people want to give you money, let them. And the same applies to this. If people want you to keep in touch, then keep in touch. These next six to 12 months are going to be a bumpy ride and you need a consistent way to connect with your customers. Don't think that it's all just going to return to normal overnight. It won't. And social media is not a reliable way to connect with all of your fans. Email strategy is the name of the workshop. I am hosting it live on Zoom on Sunday, October 4th from 12 to 3 p.m. That's Eastern time. That will allow all of my West Coast friends to get up, grab some coffee, and drag themselves over to their computers. And then, of course, all the UK listeners can easily tune in as well just before dinner time. There are three main areas of content that we're going to cover over the course of that three hours. So the first section is how to get started. The second is how to grow your list. And the third then is how to build an actual strategy that drives more revenue. So in that first part of the workshop, right, we'll, we'll talk all about shifting your mindset from what most people do with their email marketing to a new way of thinking about it. We'll talk a bit about the, the history of email marketing, the, the trends that have worked in the past and the things that are working now. Then we're gonna talk all about the various platforms and the basic pricing options. Then we'll get you to start your account and send your first email. The second area then we're gonna talk about is how to grow that list. I've got a, a dozen different ways you can start building your list and you won't have to feel guilty about any of them. Best of all, I know they work. I've used them all. Finally, the third area is where we talk all about building your strategy, coming up with a plan, creating a calendar, and sticking to it. I'm going to show you the tactics that work. I'm going to go through some copywriting do's and don'ts, keys to creating eye-catching subject lines, and more. Finally, then, if there's time, I'm going to show you some ways that you can then use your list to build targeted Facebook ads to your audience. We'll take a couple of five-minute breaks throughout the day so you can stretch your legs. And at the end, I promise to sit there with you and answer every single question you have for me. Whatever you want to know, I will answer. Email is too important. If you're ignoring this part of your business or not giving it the attention it needs, you are simply leaving money on the table. Your assignment this week, then, is to go sign up for the workshop. It's less than $100. I'm capping enrollment at 50 people. I've already sold a bunch of tickets. I want to sell out the rest. I promise this thing will pay for itself in a matter of weeks. If you have questions about anything we're going to cover or about the workshop, please reach out to me directly. You know how to reach me. Chip at chipclose.com. That's C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. To secure your spot, you can simply visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com. You then click the blue button in the upper right-hand corner, or of course, you can just click the link that I've provided in the show notes. 
as always, I want to thank all of you for being here. I know it's a tough time, uh, but we're getting back on track. I am committed to helping all of you get back to where you were in 2019. If you're in the arena, then you're doing something right. Keep hanging in there. Go book your spot in the workshop, and I will see you next week.